a deadly plane crash in Russia, Trump's possible mugshot, and why thousands of octopuses are hanging out off the coast of California. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Thursday, August 24th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, Yevgeny Prigozhin was listed as a passenger in a plane crash that killed 10 people. Prigozhin is the leader of the Wagner Mercenary Group. He led a short-lived mutiny against the Kremlin in June. It was an unprecedented challenge to President Vladimir Putin. Russian authorities said yesterday that a private jet crashed northwest of Moscow, killing everyone on board, and that Prigozhin was on the flight list. But we don't know yet for sure whether Prigozhin was on the plane or died. Russian and U.S. officials have not confirmed it. But if he has died, it would be a stunning end for Putin's rival. Number two, Donald Trump plans to surrender today in the Georgia election case. The former president is set to turn himself in at a notorious Atlanta jail. He may pose for a mugshot that could be made public. Yesterday, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani surrendered to authorities. Giuliani, Trump, and 17 others faced charges that they plotted to overturn Trump's 2020 election loss in Georgia. You can watch Trump's surrender live on our homepage and YouTube channel tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. Number three, Republicans largely avoided criticizing Trump at the first presidential debate last night. Instead, they took shots at each other. I've had enough already tonight of a guy who sounds like ChatGPT standing up here. That was former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie talking about Vivek Ramaswamy. He's a first-time millennial candidate who's been rising in the polls. He was a target throughout the night. The eight candidates also disagreed over Russia's invasion of Ukraine and abortion policy. Here's former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley and former Vice President Mike Pence arguing about whether a federal abortion ban would be possible. Don't make women feel like they have to decide on this issue when you know we don't have 60 Senate votes in the House. 70 percent of the American people support legislation but to 70% ban abortion of the after Senate a baby is capable not. of experiencing okay. pain. You know, former President Trump wasn't at the debate. He skipped it and posted an interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson instead. But he was still a topic of conversation. All but one candidate, Asa Hutchinson, said that they would support Trump if he won the nomination, even if he was convicted of a crime. Number four. Japan started releasing water from Fukushima's nuclear plant today. For years, tanks have stored contaminated water from the plant, which suffered one of the worst nuclear disasters in 2011. But now they're running out of space to store the water, so it'll be filtered, diluted, and released into the Pacific Ocean over the next three decades. There's disagreement about whether the plant is safe. Japan's government and some scientists say it is, but neighboring countries, environmental groups, and Japan's fishing industry have raised concerns. Number five, guns killed a record number of children in the U.S. in 2021. A new analysis of CDC data shows that at least 4,752 children died from a firearm injury in 2021. 
That's an increase of almost 42% from 2018. It was the second year in a row in which guns were the top cause of death among U.S. children and adolescents. 2020 was the first year that gun deaths surpassed cars, drug overdoses, and cancer. And provisional data from 2022 suggests that firearms were the top cause of child death in that year, too. Number six, brain implants helped a voiceless woman speak. Researchers monitored the woman's neural activity with tiny devices implanted in her brain. They trained an algorithm to recognize her attempts to speak. Then they decoded what she wanted to say at a rate of 62 words a minute. That's more than three times as fast as the previous record. And it's beginning to approach the speed of natural conversation. This was an important milestone in the quest to restore speech to people who have lost the ability to communicate. And the technology that was used in this new study is improving rapidly. And at number seven, scientists uncovered the secret of a deep-sea octopus garden. For years, scientists have been puzzled by a strange sight. Two miles below the surface of the ocean, off the coast of California, thousands of octopuses were gathering on rocks. But scientists didn't know why. A new study found the answer. They're mating and nesting. Heat from thermal springs in the area speeds up the rate of an embryo's development. That increases the chances that octopus hatchlings will survive the cold depths of the sea. The findings could help researchers better understand how cold-blooded animals adapt in a variety of environments, like an octopus's garden in the shade. Sorry, we can't play the Beatles song here, so just sing it in your head. That's the show for today. Don't forget that you can get this podcast as a newsletter every morning. You'll find links to videos and all sorts of stuff. Click the link in our show notes to subscribe. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.